Hey, welcome everybody to the Wavecast, your source for all things Wave Project. It's just our little podcast, our way of putting our information out there into the world so we can keep you uh, tuned in to all things Wavecast, our service, uh, what's happening out there on the streets, uh, any new information, updates. And we also, from time to time, have the ability to share uh, this time with some of our close partners in service, some of our friends, even people that we find interesting, uh, so that you, as our listeners, as our supporters, as people out in the community who care, can just be a little bit more informed and even just know some cool stuff about nonprofits and people really making a difference uh, out in the streets of Detroit. So today, I am very happy to say that I have my friends Greg and Sharon Monblow from Blessing Bags Brigade of Michigan. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a round of applause. You guys can clap too. It's a fun time. We're all going to clap together. This is a good thing. Yeah, hopefully we're, we're not blowing up anybody's uh, eardrums here. And uh, these folks are some of the finest humans you will find um, anywhere, but especially here in Metro Detroit. And we have a lot to kind of get into today, how we made connections and how we started serving together and just became friends. Uh, but before we do that, I just wanted to make sure that I reminded everybody that um, if you like this podcast, if you're um, a supporter of Wave Project, one thing you can really do to help us out is by clicking below, by liking this podcast, by subscribing. And if you are listening on any of the major podcast outlets, if you can give us a rating, hopefully five stars that would be super super helpful to us uh, with all the computer stuff and the tech stuff um, those are greatly appreciated so uh, with that being said uh, our our thought today uh, Greg and uh, I almost said Lisa I my neighbors from my old neighborhood were Greg and Lisa so that's going to be a hard thing for me to do Greg and Sharon and Sharon you can punch me through the screen here if I if I call you Lisa again uh, and Lisa uh, if you're listening to this online hi I miss you. Uh, but anyways, um, to start off with, you know, uh, I just want to frame it for everybody. Um, you know, you guys, uh, you know, have kids, you have a life, you have, you know, uh, so much going on and you've stepped into service. Uh, but I would like to just kind of start off by uh, telling our listeners and people who support Wave Project that out of all of our partnerships, all of our sites, all of our supporters, you know, Greg and Sharon have been with us from the very beginning. And it, it kind of started out with uh, us just finding each other actually through Facebook, I think, and kind of going from there and we'll tell that story. But I just wanted to start out by thanking you guys. Um, you know, we'll get into what you do as a nonprofit and, and how we partner, but just as friends and as humans, um, thank you so much for just being on this mission with us and for all that you do. And uh, even in the practical ways where you guys are so thoughtful and caring, um, we just appreciate you and partnering with you. So thank you very much. The feeling is mutual. Yeah, the feeling is very <laughs> mutual, Todd. It's it's been a uh, it's been a great relationship that we've had now for three years, I think. Uh, years? Yeah, three I think years? I think since uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, so three years. I, I needed to take a second to do that math. That's how smart I am. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be three years. Three years this summer because that was when you first did your uh, your your barbecues at sure. uh, church. Yeah. Well, um, to kind of kick it off, I'd like you guys to just kind of start off uh, by, you know, telling people who you are, you know, what you do a little bit about your life as, as much as you're willing to, um, you know, and kind of, uh, you know, 
the back story to the the wonderful people behind your organization. The back story. So Sharon and I have been married for 27 years, 27 years, 27 years, 27 years, a long time. We got three kids, uh, in, you know, 27, 20, soon to be 26 and 19, soon to be 20. Um, you know, service has always been some things that we have done pretty much really throughout our service, whether it's, you know, a senior adoption day that we end up, you know, adopting a senior for 15 years and not just, you know, over, over, over a weekend to, you know, other types of service. And so, you know, it's just something that, that we have always done and we have always enjoyed doing, um, doing together actually as, as, as a couple. Awesome. But this was not anything that we had planned to be what it is now. Sure. It was a one-time thing. We have a friend, um, uh, Dina Collins from C4 Urban Outreach. I think you know her too. Yeah, yeah. We knew she went downtown and served once a week. And I thought, well, let's make these little hygiene bags for her one time. Sure. And, uh, we thought maybe 20, 25 bags. And uh, so she says, no, 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 I serve about 100 people a week. And we said, well, well, we'll do what we can, and we'll just put some bags together for you. So we put 60 bags together, and we went to go give them to her, and she invited us to go downtown. And yeah. we were, we've never done street ministry, and we were, you know, not in our comfort zone. So, you know, she convinced us, and we went downtown, and uh, wow. <laughs> That changed everything. Yeah, it blew up from there. If you know Dina, Dina isn't isn't very. She's not mousy to to, to ask you for anything. Right? Not in the she least. Is. So Dina was more like, "No, you're not going to deliver them to me. You're going to come downtown. Yes, with, and you're going to serve with us. You're, yeah, you're going to serve and see it. And I think, like Sharon said, it's it was that mo it really was that moment that that we were hooked. Right. So again, I go back. We've been serving a long time, but this was a completely different type of service because it really, it, it kind of put you in, you made you put your boots on and really start digging in into the trenches about where the need is and, 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 and really the, the population that we serve because you know, Detroit, it's all homeless, but it's not. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's was the biggest eye opener for us, especially right. the location we were at. You know, there was a monster women's shelter right across the street, right? So you had women and children. Yes, they were housed, but they were poor. They were in transition, right? So they're not really homeless. Then you did have a homeless population of all colors and creeds and lifestyles and, and, and so on and so forth, right? So you see the gamut of everything. And then there was, you know, a group or a population that, that you know, had a home, right? But struggled with bills and food and things like that, and they just they needed the necessities. And so, you know, we realized what a what what hygiene, what a necessity hygiene is, um, and and how much it's really overlooked, right? As 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 the more entrenched that we get. Well, you guys are very humble, and you know, uh, you guys, in my experience, are always one to talk about. You know, the wonderful things that God is doing through your ministry, and to celebrate your volunteers and all of those things. 
and in your humility, you often very quickly move past yourselves. But I'm I'm officially a podcast host in this moment, so I'm going to circle back. You know, the question: Who are you? Forgive me if I missed it in there. But like, you know, as as people as humans, like, what is? Because m- most people don't understand. They see our organizations and they think like, oh, that's what they do, right? And they don't realize that with a lot of these smaller nonprofits that are around town. Um, People like yourselves, you have day jobs, you know, you have hobbies, you have other things going on. So like, what's your occupation? What are you interested in? You know, you guys got fans out there like, you know, tell us a little bit about you. So I've been, you know, my entire career, I've been in sales, right? And really from from a technology perspective, um, you know, it is uh, it is afforded us to to, you know, live a live a nice lifestyle. It is afforded us for Sharon to do the most important job which is to be a stay at home mom, you know, with, with, with our, with our three kids. Um, you know, we, uh, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to talk about yourself in terms of kind of the who, what, why, where, when, and how, right. Because we just, we don't, we don't do that. We just normally don't do that. I know, but I am a hardcore podcast host that's forcing you to do so. So it's okay. Like you what about- out of my comfort zone, Todd, and you yeah. said no. It's yes. our comfort I, this is the hard hitting podcast here, right? Sharon, how about you? What are your hobbies? What, what's your occupation? What's what well, those I'm things? A mom. And then um, as the kids got older, I was working with special needs in the um, school districts as a para pro. Yeah. And I went back to school and I became a massage therapist. But this has, like I said, taken over. This is everything we do. And and it's been wonderful for us and for our family. And it's just a lot of, it's, it's wonderful. What we get back from this is just amazing. It's almost become our hobby. And yeah, I was just, I was thinking well, we the like same to thing. Golf. Yeah, right. we golf. <laughs> we we golf. Oh, you do. <laughs> we do, we do a little travel. Hey, you know, we still do a lot of little things, right? But quite frankly, she's right. It's, it's, it's our hobby now or our second full-time job. We've met amazing people. We've, we've gotten so many new friendships and it's just been life changing, you know, and it's, it's weaved itself into our, our life and our mainstream way of. Yeah, it being. is. It, it is a much as a part of our life as pretty much everything else that we do, much like I'm pretty sure it is with you and, and, and what sure. you've done with the wave project. Well, I, you know, I'm even learning things. I didn't know you, you all were golfers. So, um, that's awesome. I, however, am the most terrible golfer that has ever blessed. <laughs> what? I didn't say we were good golfers. Oh, but we, were- we like. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants me in a golf course. Um, you know, because I, I actually I have a poor attitude about it. You know, like that sort of thing. Like I, you know, not that like I'm throwing things or anything, but like you know, I I, I struggle with the game, as some people would say. So it's it's good that you guys find find joy in that and are able to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I totally understand. And I think a lot of people listening can really connect with that. The idea that, you know, when we have a passion in our life, when we are, are called to something, whether it be faith-based or otherwise, you know, we naturally are, are drawn to it and, and pour our, our time and our energy into it. And, you know, it's just, it's fun. It's fulfilling. And, you know, I, I hear that in what you guys are saying as well. And we've we've talked about, incorporating this into other things that we wanted to do as we're, we're entering retirement age we've talked about getting an rv and traveling around and you know we can incorporate this in it so yeah. it's just part of who we are at this point 
Yeah. And it, it's just weaved into our life. Yeah, we were, uh, we, we had been. We did in, have an RV. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> At one point. But we, we you know, I, I, I guess I liken it to, um, you know, we were talking with a, a another, you know, famous, not quite famous as, as you are. And, and this Thank market. you. Thank you very much. Yeah. But, but when we were, we were. <laughs> You know, it, it dawned on me. It's it's the saying is is that you know we don't have to serve, right? We get for us, it's a privilege to be able to do what we do for groups like you know Wave the, the Wave Project and 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 you know eighteen organizations you know that we support with hygiene kits and and it's just it's amazing. Unfortunately, with COVID the for last year. You know, we didn't get to do our true love, right, which was to actually get be feet on the street at least mm-hmm. once or maybe three times, three times a month. Mm-hmm. We're really hoping that that changes this year because, you know, it is as great as it is to be able to li- to deliver to organizations. Right. Putting our boots on and being back in the trenches, I think, is something that we both miss greatly yeah. and dearly. Yeah. Doing that. It's been tough. Um well, my, my day gig is a middle school choir teacher. I don't know if I've ever stated that on the podcast or not, but, um, and, you know, I, I take so much joy from that, but also as uncool as I am, you know, the kids can't help but have an, an, an influence on me. And I pick up some of the, you know, things they say. And uh, one of the things that I've heard recently is like, you know, just Mr. Gordon, I- explain it to me like I'm five. You know, that's one of their sayings. So if we sort of uh, put it in that context to somebody who might not know about Blessing Bags Brigade, uh, you know, if you can, just to kind of get awareness out there, explain it to our audience like they're five. They're not, obviously. But, you know, what are the basics? Uh, I-, I hear you saying that, you know, C4 was really influential and in inspiring you and in- in getting that going. But once you guys got that calling and, you know, made the choice to go, um, you know, how did it start? What is it? And what does that look like for you all today? Well, we started in 2015 with those few bags with Dina. Fast forward to today, we're doing a bags a month, and we give them to 18 different organizations who give them to the public. And um, they're, they're organizations from Detroit Rescue Missions downtown to um, Huron House up in Port Huron, all, all over the Tri-County area. What we do is uh, our mission is to um, provide hope through hygiene, we provide hygiene bags to people in need in the Detroit metro area. So we, we collect donations on our website. We place an order for our product. We bundle the product into boxes. And we, we actually now give them to special needs adults. Oh, man. Them into the bags. And um, we have a school, Lutz School, in Clinton Township. Yeah, Clinton Township. Right down the street from my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, used right. I used to work. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, so they assemble the majority of them. We have a few that assemble um, out of their home, and then they bring it back to us, and then we go deliver it out to the outreaches. Now, like Greg said, because of COVID, we're not serving those outreaches, but now that we're vaccinated, probably June, <laughs> we'll get back out on the street and, and start passing them out ourselves. But um, that's basically what we do, huh? I, it is, you know, and, and some, maybe some exciting stuff is that you, for the first time in really the five years, we've actually been able to order really direct from the distributor, right? So we have changed from, 
And we've been ordering from Amazon for the last, since I don't know, started. yeah, pretty much since it started, right? Amazon's great, right? Whether you business counter, Amazon's great, and we always got great delivery. But we realized that that we could, with the money that we get, right, from donations, sure, we could almost double, right, our capacity, right, and and and, and 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 at a at a lower cost. That's amazing. And so we just for the first time we actually. Today, just had delivered two pallets worth of, of hygiene products. And wow. the fun thing that I start looking at scale, yeah, you start talking about scale. You know, we ordered, what, almost two and a half months? Well, we ordered almost two months worth of product. And that is somewhere in the neighborhood of ten to 12,000 products Wow, that, that we get. And so it's, it's you know, it, it, to me, it blows my mind because we hand out a thousand hygiene kits, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in a month. But what it takes to get all of those kits put together, right, and assembled, and the product that needs to be ordered and shipped and everything else, you know, we're talking about now. We're talking about anywhere between ten and twenty thousand items, depending on 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 how we order. So it's kind of mind boggling. And when Sharon says it's 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 you know it's it's her it's the hobby, well now it's kind of more of a full time thing, right? Sure. That, you know, and we're not assembling much anymore. Well, that connection's awesome, you know, that, and I know you guys are doing some uh, parties and, you know, getting community members involved. And I I do want to circle back to that. But uh, with this, I I would also like to ask you to sort of break it down for people because, you know, most people are used to, you know, hitting the the drugstore or going to Meijer or whatever and getting their essentials. When we talk about people living on the streets, uh, people that, you know, might not have the capacity to uh, tote around with them, you know, a ton of items or frankly, get their bags stolen or have a limited, you know, capacity to get their hands on things. uh, What is a hygiene bag? Like, what does it look like? What is inside of it? Uh, You know, what what is a hygiene bag? Um, Well... We can get a sample well, and show you that. I'll, something I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll go grab a sample. You tell them what's in the bag. <laughs> sure, yeah. We changed our bags a bit. They used to be larger and have a toilet paper roll in it. And um, we decided to make it a little more compact so we can put them into boxes just for easier delivery. And and if some an organization really needs toilet paper, we can get it for them on the side. But our bags are smaller. They're, they're a lot more easier to carry around. Our guys like the the smaller bags, and I'm sure it's easier for the guests and you know the people on the streets to, to store them, right? New ones since we here you can show. Them. Did you yeah. get these ones? Okay, yeah. Yep. So so they're easier to assemble for the special needs. You can see what's there, but we have uh, um, deodorant, shampoo, lotion, toothbrush, toothpaste. We like to put. Um, I have different organizations that give me um, Christian inspirational devotionals. Good. I have people that make um, encouragement cards that go in there. Beautiful. Um, a washcloth. And then one of our special needs girls assembles this smaller bag that's got Q-tips and floss and a razor and Band-Aids and things. So it's it's a nice little package, you know, that um, works out well. But um, what I do, and, and this is like joy for me because I'm an organizational freak. <laughs> so we get those <laughs> that those shipments in. I bundle everything into okay. the 25 or 50 packs and put them into the boxes. So then the groups that are um, assembling unbundle it and put them into this form. So wow. yeah, 
It works out real well. So what you're describing is being a part of a community, being in relationship with Dina. You know, I, I know you guys uh, were at the Rock Church at one point, you know, uh, feeling the calling to get involved, jumping in yourselves, having somebody in your life like Dina that can encourage you and, you know, help you take that step. And now uh, through that obedience, through that courage, through you being willing to just help where you can, now you're in a place where you're not only supporting, I think you said 18 organizations, but now you've been able to circle back to a previous place of employment and, and really give not only tasks and for people outside of education or people who might not uh, have a person in their family or their circle that's, you know, touched by uh, special needs, but you're giving people uh, that are looking for opportunities to connect with the community and help out and to really use the skills that they're working on in their day to day at school and beyond to be a part of this. That is so amazing. And it's just so awesome how um, through your obedience and, and through what God has provided you, how it's, it's developed. That's exactly it. It's, it. That's it. We just take a step of obedience and the ripples that God does with this is amazing. I mean, that's part of the curriculum now, one of the classes in lots. One of the girls that does these small bags, she was working at a workshop and because of COVID, she couldn't anymore. Mm. She was being home doing nothing. So now they made her a little home office. Wow. She does assembly for the small bag. She loves it. She works super hard, you know, and I go there and I spend time with her to collect it and I'll bring her lunch, you know, as, as her payment, you know, for doing it. And she just, I mean, her stepdad makes a little sign. She's employee of the month and it just gives her so much purpose. It has been, wouldn't you say just, just the trickling, the, the rippling effects it, of it's amazing what 18 Dinas now, you know, yeah. it's know amazing. So it's just people. what, what happens. It's just, and it's, the stories people tell it's fun us. To watch. Yes. Who would think with hygiene that there would be so many, we just got another thing yesterday from somebody that, that said uh, that someone was breaking down crying and she handed her a hygiene kit and she just used the products to, you know, help her through a breakdown. You know, it's just, hmm things that you do can make such an impact that you have no idea it's just it's been wonderful and it just amazes me just again food and shelter are 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 really kind of that one and two type of thing right yeah but but the hygiene piece it's missed right and and even when you talk about you know what government assistance you get right there's food food assistance there's housing assistance right but Again, where do you get your hygiene items from, right? Sure. Yeah, and 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 to get it, I, I think to get it in a prepackaged form, um, and not rummaging around and just grabbing a whole bunch of samples. I think just getting it to them in a fresh prepackaged form. It has everything that they kind of need. For a month, right a month for, supply. And, That's and, really and we think roughly it, it, it's a roughly a, a month supply, it, but it's also compact enough, right? So if you're on the streets. The bag's reusable, right? So I just... Uh, and, and foster children, you know, that don't have it, they can carry yeah. it around. I mean, there's so many things that we've learned throughout this that, you know, trying to get a job when you can't keep yourself clean. Well, you know things, Oh, too. absolutely. You know? Yeah, it boomerangs yeah. back down to what, what you do, right? It's, yeah. it's not just that. It's, you know, giving somebody a, a shower, even if they have, even if it's one, one a week. Right. To be able to do that. It makes an impression. And we saw it firsthand in Mount Clemens. Right. Yeah. Is 
the difference from them going in, right, and then coming out, right, and then transformational. Eating, it, it is. It is trans. It's. It's. It's a beautiful thing to watch. It truly is a beautiful thing to watch. And it's the most simple thing. It's you know, everybody takes it for granted, you know. But if you were stripped of everything and all the hygiene in your house, you'd be miserable, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's such a simple gift, you know, for people. And, and you think we've learned about students. Students they won't go to school, or they get bullied, or they yeah. can't, you know. Think of how you would feel if you can't brush your teeth, you know, and you're going out for the day. It's just simple things. But if you don't have it, it means so much, you know. Well, I just want to say thank you. And it's evident through, you know, the way you speak and the way you communicate, your compassion and your care for others. And it's just so beautiful on my end to see it it touching so many different spaces and you guys uh, truly getting a part to be or getting the opportunity, excuse me, to be a part of all of these wonderful stories. So speaking of stories, and you kind of touched on it there a little bit, uh, I, I kind of frame it in the terms of what's your wave story. And I think it's it's kind of a, a funny sort of like telephone-esque sort of thing. You know, I remember it one way, you remember it another way. But um, if you could, just kind of thinking back, like what's your wave story? How'd you get connected with Wave Project? Uh, what you what you think about it and, and throughout our, our serving history together, you know, maybe share a little bit about that. Sure. So I so the way I remember it is you reached out to us through an email or really through um, through. Yeah, either through email or through Facebook. Um, and And that original email is kind of what set the tone. Right. Which was. You know, hey, we're the Wave Project. Here's what we're doing. We're doing a, a you know, a monthly barbecue at uh, the Shores Church. Is it Shores? It was the Well in Mount Clemens. That's right. how could I forget that? Right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Monthly barbecue, and so you know, Sharon and I are, are looking. It was really kind of in the infancy of of what we're doing. I mean, we had been doing downtown Detroit. And and this would have been like our second. second yeah, you were our second. Maybe, maybe you are our second wild. outreach. Well, you know what they say: first is the worst, second is the best. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's the childish nature of a middle school teacher coming out there. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> um, so so you know we I, I think with them we you and I talked on the phone. Um, yeah. and we share. I think Sharon was on the phone. We kind of relayed the information, and then we're just like, okay, why not? Let's just go down and see what they see what they're doing. And I don't know how we're going to scrape up, you know, 25 hygiene kits, but somehow we scraped up 25 yeah, hygiene kits. One of our, our first uh, step in obedience. Yeah, step say. in obedience. We don't know how it's going to happen, but we'll but say it's, yes. But it's <laughs> oh my gosh. How many times have we said that? And so <laughs> my, my goodness, hey, we, we, we got there and you know, there's the tent that's set up. You got the barbecue that's going out on the outside. Um, you know, we, we introduced each other to each other there. You introduced us to Chris and to, to Laura and, and it just, everybody right it was just and everybody was just like it was like one big giant hug yeah right and yeah. The, just and that's just kind of how our relationship has been kind of from day one right it's been less well just kind of getting to know you and more just it was one big embrace oh perfect right yep. it's kind of been a i don't want to say a love <clears throat> just been. i'll it's, say it oh man it's been a love fest <laughs> kind of kind of from the beginning yeah you know, to be 
that. And then, you know, we have, you know, we have you know, purposefully just been there every time the barbecues, we were just there and, 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 but that's kind of, that's just kind of how, how I remember it. And, you know, as you grew, right, we grew with you, right. To be able to do that. Yep. Some of the benefits that we've had is that we've had people donate to us because of our relationship with you. Oh, we've awesome. Exposure because of our relationship with you, as you know, you know, as you were, you know, we were on Mitch album, yep. right. Channel yeah. That had everything to do with what God said, go, yep. right? Said, go, we went, we developed the relationship and we worked hard at the relationship together. And you know what? The reward for us was a far more exposure than, than we probably would have had, had we not had a relationship with us. So, well, now word you just use is what it's all about. And, you know, I, I remember the phone call and I, you know, it's funny to think back to a time where we could actually hug one another, you know, and, and some of those things quite freely, but we are right. all about the relationships and I absolutely love and adore that about you all. And, you know, fast friends from the beginning and, you know, just brothers and sisters in Christ that are, are moving outward together. And, you know, for us as an organization, one of the things are, that were really important from the beginning is we really didn't want to replicate service. You know, we wanted to make sure that we were in connection with others uh, and we could work with others. And I think one of the things that's been so critical to our success, and I perceive your success as well, is the idea that like we are helping each other wherever, whenever we can. But we're also able to do our individual thing and do it well and do it alongside each other. So we are able to be just today in Detroit offering showers uh, and loving our guests and our clients well, uh, in part because you guys are, are doing your thing and you're working with the Lutz School and you know all of these different parties to put these hygiene kits together. And we're able to hand them out to a guest and have them take a shower and, and feel loved and to feel refreshed and to feel taken care of. And it's the collaborative nature of things that makes that work. And I, I, I want to emphasize that to the listeners and people that are watching, you know, the nonprofit uh landscape can be a little bit competitive at times. Uh, some people, you know, for whatever reasons can be, you know, close handed and a little bit standoffish. Uh, I just love that you guys are willing to say yes, to jump in and to work with us and, and so many others just to try to help folks. So that's just wonderful. And, and we are certainly blessed because of you all. Yeah, I got to I got to just kind of remark on something you said is is I think through the last four or five years, Sharon and I have learned it, that that we need to stay in our lane. Right. <laughs> and we can't be all things and that we need to keep really the blinders on and really just keep that hygiene focus. Right. So, you know, we used to get you know, lots of clothes and, you know, lots of this and lots of that. Right. Which kind of took away a little bit from our focus, which was we need to be able to do and provide to, to provide hygiene. I think that is why things work out, have been working out so well for us because we stayed in our lane, right? This is what we do. This is what we provide, right? And, and we found and We're like a support ministry. Yeah. And with yes. you, your group, I mean, it, it's like hand in glove. I mean, yep. you give showers, we have hygiene. I mean, yep. that just a natural fit, you know? And I hope you guys understand what a blessing you are to us, you know, how well and how respectfully and responsibly you guys carry out your mission. 
Um, it is such a true blessing to us because we frankly wouldn't be able to do it very well because we are a grassroots organization that, you know, is getting this done. So like, it is just such, such a blessing to us. And we're so grateful for you. We thank you very much. Well, that feeling is, is completely mutual. mutual. <laughs> and I hope you guys, I hope you, everybody at the wave realizes that, that we're very grateful for the relationship that we have. So what we do, um, you know, I, I think part of what I, I hope this podcast and others like it will do is is help paint the picture for folks, uh, you know, that, you know, by no fault of their own, might not understand what it's like living on the streets. And I'm not talking about in generalities. I'm talking about like right now um, in Detroit, uh, in Mount Clemens, in Pontiac, uh, the challenges people face, you know, uh, and one of the things I hope happens is that we could not only illustrate that, uh, but help people gain an appreciation, you know, for, for what those folks are going through. And, um, you know, hopefully when they walk by somebody or are given an opportunity to help in some way, it, it might inform that. So, um, you know, with that being said, um, if you can maybe, you know, just share a little bit about uh, your opinion related to uh, the need for hygiene services out there, you know, uh, and if, you know, specifically your ministry, but you can even clump wave project in there if, if you want to hygiene services, you know, uh, collectively, uh, not, you know, across the world, but right here in Metro Detroit, what's the need out there? What does it look like? And, and how does your ministry and our ministry uh, meet that need? So I, I think the need is, I, 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 that's such a multifold fold question, Todd, but, but I think if I'm going to paint with a kind of a, a broad stroke, you know, brush, right? It's, you know, even though the U.S. is is economically viable, mm -hmm. right? There's still a large portion, right, of 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 our society that is living, I would say, below that poverty level, right? And when you're at that below, that poverty level below, or even a little above, right? You, you could be making some decent money, mm -hmm. but not be living above that poverty level. Right. You have to make sacrifices. Right. Sacrifices could be, you know, it could be lodging. It could be food. Right. <laughs> it could be hygiene. Right. And and usually that's going to be like the first to go. Right. So yep. any fun. But it, again, from a necessity, a necessity. Uh, yeah. A necessity, a necessity for it. <laughs> the groups that we initially served were again, I go back to were a lot of homeless. Right. Mm -hmm. And when even when we're serving with you in Mount Clemens. You know, a good eighty percent at the at at the barbecues, right? You saw a lot of different, right? You saw veterans who were, you know, who were housed. You saw veterans that were living on the street. Now, yep. you want to get into a whole podcast? Let's talk about veterans living on the street. Yeah, Something should never, ever, 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 ever be happening, right? Um, and then you, you, you talked about kind of the general, you, you, you have people, you, yes, there's people who have drug issues and problems. You just, you can't, you can't avoid it. Right. Could be alcoholism. Right. And then this just, it's the way that they choose to live. We're still, there's still a little bit of dignity left. Right. They still need showers. They still need hygiene. Right. And again, it's just, we, we give with it. We give without judgment. Um, our, I would say our population that we deal with, right? So we're dealing with kind of 18 different organizations sure. that address really, I, I would say almost, you know, five or six or seven or eight different segments of, this, of, of, of the groups of people that we talk about. 
And so when you talk about, you know, we, we deal with the Veterans Council down in uh, Clinton Township, down in Clinton, Clinton Veterans Township, Support right? <clears throat> so Veterans Support Center down in Clinton Township, right? We don't know what the makeup of their population is, right? Yeah. But there's a big need for hygiene items there, right? Wow. And so we deliver. And they sent them overseas. And too. they have sent some overseas. That's awesome. You know, yeah. To be able to do this. But you talk about other groups like Zaman International, right, which is, you know, very, very specific from a, you know, a women and children, you know, uh, support group, right, to be able to do that. Yeah. Detroit Rescue Mission, I mean, we know, right? Yeah. Again, a lot of, ho- a, a lot of homeless. Um, who's the other um, one in, down in, in Detroit we do? Um, Brilliant Detroit. Brilliant Detroit. Who's trying to do families, reaching out to different neighborhoods. Now, they may not be homeless, right? But there is a big need for hygiene there because, again, we go back to that poverty level. Yep, they got housing. Yep, they have some food on the table. But they're missing things like hygiene and stuff like that, right? So they're just trying to take neighborhoods and and really do improve neighborhoods, right? From education to housing to hygiene, um, you know, to, to all of that. So it's rehab centers, um, people that are just coming off the streets, the shelters, the sex trafficking victims. I mean, it's just the students in the lower income. It's just keeps going on. The populations that need what we're doing and what you're doing is just it's it's not just people on the streets. And it's it's a need that's it's great. It it is a great need. So today we we probably service one third of the entire population that we could mm. with our partners. Um, you know, God willing, we get the funding and everything else that, that we need to grow. Right. Yeah. We easily a thousand bags could easily turn into 2000 or 3000 hygiene kits without us even adding any partners. Right. That's wow. how really great the need is. So yeah, we're just really getting supplying. these organizations to the a hundred percent, including organizations like yours that are growing and to follow the growth. Sure. You know? right. Well, you're so right. And it is a multidimensional problem. And, you know, uh, a couple of things that I'm just feeling out of what you're saying is number one, uh, I think there's a, a big misconception, you know, and it's a injustice in my mind that people just think of the traditional panhandler out there. Right. And if we can all come to one commonality over the last year. It's like that need has so many different faces and it's in so many different contexts. And I, I think, you know, even the partners and the experiences you've been given are representative of that, right? You know, there are so many different types of peoples from so many different backgrounds, from so many different locations. If we're being honest about Metro Detroit, you know, people, you know, draw lines at eight mile or wherever else. And it's like, no, no, no. In your backyard, Right. In your community, these people are in need. And then another thing that stuck out to me, you know, when you were talking is is the idea of people pointing to their issues or their problems. Right. Uh, Whether it be mental health issues, whether it be, you know, substance abuse issues, uh, interpersonal issues or even just lack of motivation or perceived motivation. And my response to that is always, you know, are are you moved to help the person or talk about the problem? Right. Yep. You know, yeah. and I, I think that's something for a lot of people to think about. And I, and I don't say that from a prideful place. Um, of course, we want to put supports in place. Of course, we want to help people along. Of course, our hope is that people can live their best life and experience success in the ways that make sense to them. 
But if we go back to Maslow's hierarchy, right, you know, all the way back to college and some of those intro philosophy classes some of us took, it's like we need food, we need shelter, but we also need to feel safe and clean and well. And you guys are a big part of that uh, in our community. Um, you know, I know I'm taking a lot of your time, but like we, we are having a great conversation. So I hope that you'll stick with me. And I don't mean to cut you off there, Sharon. It looks like you had something you wanted to add. Well, I was thinking that we need to stay in our lane, too. We're not called to to give the there, there are organizations that help with all those issues, and like your organization, our organizations are called to just serve without judgment and yeah. just like you said with their basic needs, and then they can go to other organizations that help you know those type of things. So we stay in our lane, you know, and we're all connected too. You know, yeah. I mean, we put a lot of effort into networking, and there are some you know county and even regional resources that help us stay connected. Right, right. And if, honestly, if they can't, they need this basic um, uh, help with hygiene and with feeling good and with, before they can move on to these other steps of helping, because you, you can't get past that to move on to help yourself if you can't get clean, sure. you know, you can't get your basic needs met, you know, then you move on and you get the, the help you need on things. But this is, these are ministries where you serve without judgment and you just love on people. Yeah. That's, that's it. And we can't say no. We can say no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've yet to experience it yet. And one of the things I want to piggyback off that is when we first picked up the trailer, you know, everybody listening should know that we weren't even sure where we were going to store it yet. You know, that's how grassroots or, you know, maybe unprepared like we felt in the moment. And, and you guys are so generous that you actually let us park it in your old RV parking spot. Um, for a time before we were blessed with our current location. And I, as I recall, Greg, you did some tree trimming for us, right? I did. I did. So, but yeah. There's we... another God thing because, you know, something horrible happened. A tree fell on our RV. We lost it. But something good came out of that. It came right at a time where you needed something. So that was completely God. Completely. Amen. That's how. Yeah, I went up there with a pole saw. I had to go buy a pole saw. We we cut everything <laughs> back so everything would 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 be good. But not just that, the truck that you tow it with was stored <laughs> on yes. our house too. The day you bought it. Oh man. It's, you know, it's not that long ago, but it seems so long ago. And again, we're we're connected at the hip whether we we like it or not. You guys are awesome. Great. That's what partners do, right? Yes. It, and again, what I think what what we like to do is we we partner. We like to partner with 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 the groups that 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 we give to. And anytime that we get a chance to partner with them, it it always pays off. You know, we do it without expectations, but but it always pays off in terms of you know it's us being able to provide more. Yeah. Well, I'm corny and hokey, and I'm I'm fine being in that way. But I'll just say, you guys are fine humans, and I love you guys. Thank you for that. <laughs> Uh, with that, I, I will get back to my hard-hitting podcast host roots here. Um, you know, people take me very seriously to that extent. And uh, just ask maybe a, a little pointed question here. You know, um, we get a lot of joy and, you know, a lot of fulfillment out of being able to be involved with, you know, our organizations. But it doesn't come without challenge. And, you know, when you think back through your experiences, whether it be serving on site uh, whether it just be showing up to drop off materials or even just some of the stories you've heard, you know, um, out of being involved with your ministry, you know, what challenges, what experiences uh, have impacted you most? 
weather downtown. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible doing that in the freezing. Winter time is 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 hard serving outside, yeah. right? But it makes you appreciate, you know. We go out there, you know, once a month, right? While people are living out there, yeah, every day. Yeah, that was um, uh, emotionally challenging. I, I will tell you, I think some of the hardest stuff is to see some of the people and kind of what shape they're in, whether it's you know physical or mental. And then going um, back in your car, your nice warm car to your nice little uh, it, suburban it, it, house. That was yeah, a, it, truly, that um, was, it, it was, it, it, it's an eye opener. Um, I think the hardest, for me, the hardest part is it, worrying about the financial end of it. Yeah. Right? Because it, we have made a commitment, just a, we made a commitment to you three years ago, right? Yeah. That says we will deliver every month, right? But, but. You can say that's hard, but at the same time, it has grown us in our faith that yeah. we, we, we yin and yang a little, or we, you know, ebb and flow with that. We stress and yeah. think this is impossible. How is this going to happen? We made these commitments and then, <laughs> and then, uh, and then God shows up in all these ways that we just it, it like, what, you know, it just mm -hmm. comes from over here and over here. So we've sort of, I mean, we have our times, you know, where we stress about it, but then we tell each other, God will figure it out. And he always, always, always does. He always does. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's uncanny. And so it calms us, you know? So we're our own worst enemy sometimes with worrying about how we can continue this. And honestly, if you leave it up in God's hands, this is his ministry. If he wants us to do it, He'll provide for it. Yeah. We do our part and we ask and we do all the things we can do. And if yeah. he wants it to keep going, he'll make it keep going. If he says this is it, someone else is going to do this, then that's what, what will happen. He'll We're just the foot the soldiers. Next. Yeah. It really gets you in a peaceful place. Not that we're always there, <laughs> <laughs> sure. but we come back to it all the time. You know? So that's yeah, beautiful. It's like tithing. You have to. You have to trust. Amen. Um, you know, with that being said, thinking back to, you know, you feeling the nudge to jump in and help out with Dina's ministry and, and get down there. Uh, I think every person can connect with a, a moment in time in which they've uh, been inspired to uh, get involved with something or been presented with an opportunity, you know, and, having some indecision involved with that moment, uh, being afraid, maybe being overwhelmed, maybe feeling unqualified, right? Um, you think about your own personal experience and, and where God has brought you to now. What would you say to the individual whom God has placed something on their heart uh, in terms of stepping into service or somebody who's considering volunteering with Blessing Bags Brigade or Wave Project or Heck, I'm not going to shy away from it financially. There are some people who, who do not have the time or the talent or the makeup to get out on site, but maybe they've been blessed with funds and finances and they're considering Wave Project or Blessing Bags Brigade. Uh, what would you say to those individuals uh, in the moment where they're deciding if they're going to jump in as a volunteer, if they're going to jump in uh, and trust our organizations with their funds, what would you say? 
Oh, re- I, listen to God and do yeah. it. <laughs> we resisted really bad when Dina wanted us to go downtown. We were like, well, I can't speak for you, but I was like, no, no, this is not my, it's out of my comfort zone. No. And then she said, this is what you need to do. And we just took a leap of faith and it changed everything. It, when you just trust God and if you have that feeling, that's God in there and you listen and what he can do is just beyond what you can imagine. You know, what, what do you think? I, I, I agree. It's just, it, for, I think maybe it was less hard for me to go, but I mean, to give advice is if you're thinking about doing it, then find a group of people who are doing what you're interested in doing. Right. And take the set. Every one of our 501 C threes, all of our charities, we all need help. Right. Mm-hmm. You can go to our website and, and, and look, here's ways to give, you know, make cards, you know, donate your time, donate money. Right. And we can tell you that people that are doing that get so much and so much joy out of it that we actually created a, a way for God to grow us and move mm-hmm. any way he wants by doing these ambassador, um, this ambassador program where we make box kits for groups that wow. can um, order them from us and they can them and deliver them themselves because we see the joy that people get from serving the people that make the encouragement cards. They love it. They call back and say, can we make more encouragement cards? People that, that donate money. They're so happy when they, they see what, where their money goes and what happens, you know, or what the difference that they're making, the joy that they get and the understanding that they're making a difference. You know, it's, what you get back from things is is amazing. And, and everybody that has helped us out, I would say nobody has really regretted it. Yeah, Everybody no. comes back with the joy. And we brought people downtown with us, and it's just, yeah. it, it, it's an eye-opener, right? It, and it, it it's an eye-opener in terms of just understanding, right, what, a, what, what the population is, right? But it's also an eye-opener that just says we need to serve more. You know, Todd, you mentioned, you know, just kind of trusting with finances. Um, If you take a look at at what we do and how we do it, right, say close to 98 percent of all dollars that we're that we're that we're trusted with. Right. It goes right back out in in, in product. That's wonderful. That other two percent is for website. Right. Um, You know, it's Gmail. It's just basic, basic stuff. Right. To be able to, to do that, happen. what we have to do for the state and, and, and federal government, and you know, pay those you know wonderful fees, um, depending on how we buy, we pay a little bit of state tax because we need something a little bit faster. Right. Sure. So, yeah, 98, 98 percent of every dollar that that we receive gets brought in and put right back out in terms of of, of the hygiene kit. That's extraordinary. Um, and, and for us, that's. It, it is. And as, as we grow more, right, our goal is to still keep that number between that, you know, between, you know, 95 and 98, because that's what charity is, yep. right? It is, yes, there's still going to be some administrative costs that we're going to have to do as we grow, right? But it's, we've got to be in that mid to high 90% that says, look, that 95 to 98 cents for every dollar that we get it has to be pushed back out in into the field where it's needed most. I call that a, a horizontal model, right? Yeah. 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 And then, then that's really important to inform people and to keep them 
to update it and to see where what we're actually doing. That's what we really try with our social media and everything to keep people in the loop so that they, they can watch and see what, what they've contributed and the good it does. That's awesome. Well, um, I'm going to sort of respect your time and we're going to wrap up here, but it's a, a question that, you know, I, I ask our guests when they come on here, um, you know, if they have a point of view or an experience related to it, you know, uh, WAVE stands for welcoming all, valuing everyone. Um, our mission is to share love by providing mobile showers to those in need. And, you know, uh, I'm sincerely, truly asking for your your earnest opinion and outlook, because I, I think that's what our, our listeners would appreciate. But uh, in your opinion, in your experience, you know, being on the streets with us, um, do you feel like Wave Project is uh, living up to its mission? Absolutely. <laughs> I see it. We, we, truthfully, we've seen it in action. We watch how, again, we watch how you set up. We watched the first barbecue, right? Where, <laughs> you know, it's important that every fed, right? You welcomed all, right? There were people coming from the houses behind, mm-hmm. you know, the church. There were people coming from the park to, to be able to do that. They're coming off the street. Everybody's coming in, right? And then you grew a little bit and then you added barber chairs into the church. And now you're yeah. giving haircut, welcoming all. You're serving needs. That, that they have and even when you first set up the, the the shower i think you had six people that first day right and i remember you know you came out so but again that's more volunteers that you had people who needed but it, again it was welcoming people came in we ate we we there's camaraderie we sit down with whoever comes in we have discussions where are you from what are you doing you know Love, how can how can dignity, we help and and it's you you don't treat them as they're homeless right you treat them as their you almost treat them as their family right and it's mm-hmm. kind of welcome to it just kind of welcome home sit down have a good meal right oh do you need hygiene yes we've got blue cross blue shield we've got veteran services you know sitting over here to to to, to help you and again, it's just the sheer number of volunteers that you're able to get, right, that just meets and addresses the needs of the population that you serve. It's, it, it, it's, it's been fun to watch, and it's, it's even more fun and amazing to be part of. Well, thank you guys so much. I want to give you an opportunity uh, you know, to get your information out there. So if you could share your website, your social media, you know, any of those sorts of things, any events or important things you want to send out, uh, send all that out right now. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So our website is www.blessingbagsbrigade.com. You can find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram under Blessing Bags Brigade of Michigan uh, for that. Um, we're super accessible. So if, if, if you have questions, um, you want to donate, our website has a donate button sitting on there. Um, we can always use funds. I always want to just order more products so we can get more people served um, to be able to do that. Um, you have questions, comments, support, um, whatever you need. We, we really message us through Facebook or send us an email. We, we're, uh, we're always answering uh, questions, phones, anything, and, and, and that's just kind of what's going on. We do have a June fundraiser coming up. Awesome. And so basically, I have we have a we have a 1999 um, you know Tahoe um, that's sitting in where your truck used to be. <laughs> oh, okay, right? it's getting so used. So we're donating 
we're 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 donating that to blessing bags um, okay because of our growth something much bigger right to carry a thousand or two thousand hygiene kits so we deliveries in it in, in in a single day it needs to work a fundraiser for um oh. we're gonna have a fundraiser to get that kind of up and running and, and and moving forward we're working on online auctions, bottle drives, some GoFundMes, you know, for this. Sure. Um, as Sharon mentioned, a couple of things that we do have, we have the ambassador program and the ambassador program is, is on our website. And basically you're buying a box, right. That has everything you need to do your own assembly parties. That's awesome. To be able to do that. Yeah. So you get the box, the group, you put them together and then you go give them to whatever group you want. And that's what we're saying. God will just organically, grow us where he wants it to go whoever's inspired and then there's a hashtag hope through hygiene so you document what you did and share it on the on the social media well i just want to thank you guys so much uh for your faithful service for the way that you you love people experiencing homelessness and and those in need and uh, we just really appreciate you so uh to all the uh wavecast supporters and the wave project supporters please check out blessing bags brigade please support them um, we love them and uh, follow them on all their socials and help them where you can that'd be greatly appreciated um, and as far as wave project goes we are going to continue to get out there and love others by providing mobile showers to those in need uh, we are in oakland county macomb county wayne county uh, we're going to keep working uh, through the next month and beyond to uh, help as many people as possible. So uh, please, if you can, visit our website to get involved. Uh, there are links there so that you can come out and volunteer. Um, it is not only um, an opportunity to love on some people, but it's a lot of fun to be in community, as you can hear uh, through what Greg and Sharon just shared. Uh, if you don't have time to get out, uh, you know, you can support us in other ways. We have an Amazon wish list on our website, uh, or there is a strong need, a sincere need for monthly partners. So um, if you like anything about Wave Project, if you want to support us, even $10 a month uh, would be a huge help. So please consider that. Otherwise, we hope that you and your family are well, and we look forward to uh, uh, seeing you next time. Take care.